You never know. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it'll be as great as we can make it, right? Absolutely. Right. All right. Welcome, everyone. Uh, we are the reboot. Um, Jim has decided to step down. He's got a couple other things that he works on. He, he runs a couple other podcasts, and, and uh, uh, it does take some time to put these things together. And um, uh, hoping he'll be on here, you know, from time to time as um, – you know, as a guest or, or, you know, participant or whatever, he's still in our, our marketing group. So we still, uh, there's no, nothing, no bad blood anywhere. This is just, you know, a change that needed to be made. Um, we are the reboot and, uh, I am Brian Bradshaw with BNL PC solutions out of Long Island, New York. And I'm joined by some friends. Oh, I lost somebody. Hold on. There he is. <laughs> and I'm joined here by. We're trading places now. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Brandon Bowers right. with uh, Eisner for Managed Technology Services out of uh, South Florida. And I am Dave Groot with Windstar Technologies in Culpeper, Virginia. And Brandon restarted that connection so that he could move up into second <laughs> slot there. I see how that works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So today we're going to talk about, um, you know, just the the some of the misconceptions with with data backup and 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 people thinking that data backup is their um, cybersecurity policy, their business continuity policy, the disaster recovery policy, and they're just dumping data to the cloud. And that's, that's their, um, that's their, their solution. And um, more often than not, that's, that's far from, from the truth. As we, as we know, uh, data backup, traditional data backup years ago used to be, you, you, you know, archive to, to tape, uh, rotate your tapes and then um, uh, take full images and 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 go through a whole process. And it still is a full time job for for a lot of people today. Um, but but the technology has changed so much. And um, uh, for cyber uh, cybersecurity insurance policies, they require certain things in place. And we're seeing that with these questionnaires that that come across that people are just not um, in compliance with with where they need to be. Um, so so, Dave. You know, back up to a local NAS device um, or to a cloud service. Um, where do the you know for the, for the small business with with twenty people and a couple of servers? Um, what are the risks there with just doing an offsite backup or or a, a just a dump to a NAS and offsite? Uh, so the, the biggest risks I would say is lack of encryption or maybe on the other side too much encryption, right? Like if you get hit by ransomware and you have a NAS sitting on a network that is receiving the backup from any of these devices locally, that typically means it's accessible by the machine. So if the machine gets encrypted or infected with a ransomware virus, that means it will see that network share and encrypt your backups right along with it. On top of that, they're, they're you know, they're, they're not encrypted sitting there by themselves so that nobody else can read them in a good way, which is a compliance requirement, right? Your data needs to be encrypted at rest and in transit. So anything locally available on those types of things doesn't have any security really built into it. It's just a, it's a place. And if, if one thing gets ruined, so does that. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing about some of those dummy devices is that <clears throat> I'm saying dummy device. Some of them have a little smarts in them, but yeah. if you're just 
replicating <laughs> like you just have it configured replication job anything that hits that device is going to the cloud which i've seen plenty of times and you run into the situation where there is ransomware that device is local and based on the security configuration like you said dave uh the ransomware can now infect the backup well what happens to your cloud backup it just replicates it over with right. encrypted data and everything gets ruined so there's definitely more thought process that you need to think about when it comes to that sort of implementation. Right. I mean, when it comes to true backup, I think one of the biggest benefits, take away the cybersecurity benefit from it, but it's just the fact that you have those those points in time, right? Those incremental points in time you can go back to to get a data. And I know it's not often that that needs to happen, but when you potentially are, you know, in a... Uh, you know, situation where you need to have a legal hold or, or you know, there's discovery necessary or if you want to see the state of something at a particular time versus what it is today, how do you know if you're made whole after a breach if you don't have something that's historical to look back at and compare to? Um, a backup isn't just a copy. A backup yeah. is literally a plan, right? It's, it's, it's a backup. Yeah. I, I think people mix up backup and thinking that I have backups, so now I have continuity yeah. as well. And they're yeah. two very different things. Like when I when I think of the cost of backup or risks around backup, and usually when we're having a conversation with a customer, is that, well, hey, yeah, we, we got this backup solution. Um, and why do we need something else? Because... In the past, what you wanted an image-based backup, right? And you wanted something that could restore quickly. But nowadays, what is quick, you know, is being back up and running in a day okay? Um, because you have so much data, it's going to take that amount of time to restore. Or do you need a continuity solution? Like that's usually a big cost, the cost of downtime. Like how long is it going to take me from the point where we've got an issue to actually being able to restore and be back up and running and functional? Yeah, and, and what, is it, what does that mean? Because, you know, if, if you're just doing backup and, and you, um, you have, let's say, you know, again, aside from the, the bad actors and the ransomware and stuff like that, you have a, a hardware failure, right? And, and there's, oh, I have all my stuff, we're good. Okay, you're good to when? Do we have replacement hardware? Do we have to procure hardware? Do we have to build something? I mean, so, so now you're talking days, potentially weeks of, of getting back up and, th and then moving that data from your, your local backup to that device. And so there's, there's zero continuity there, right? I mean, it's just, you know, you're just, your downtime is, is immeasurable if you're, if you're paying staff that, that can't get to anything. Um, so there's a couple of it's layers the, there too. It's the perfect storm right now too, because yeah. try and get a server in a week right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. yeah, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and when you're talking about small business, right? I mean, like when their entire staff is down because the server is not working, right? That that does hit the bottom line. That, you know, that cost is immeasurable just in lost productivity, much less opportunity for more revenue. Yeah. So, 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 <clears throat> what should be part of your your business continuity solution is 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 actually having continuity in there and having some some measurable recovery steps for. A multiple, you know, you know, a bunch of different scenarios, whether it be local failure, corruption, ransomware, uh, site failure, and 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 um, one solution can can take care of all that for you. And and they're they're not expensive, and they're not, you know, there's a bunch of different vendors that that can accomplish this. But there's also um, 
the misconception that, and I spoke to somebody this morning, we're doing a migration to the cloud and, you know, SharePoint teams, OneDrive building all that out. And then I'm adding the backup piece to it. And he's like, no, 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 we, 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 we don't need that. And I'm like, no, no, you do. You have, well, it's in the cloud. We're, that's, that's all backed up. I said, well, no, that, that is, there's redundancy built in there. There's resiliency. I said, but there's no backup. I said, there's, you know, you, you, you have corrupt data. You have corrupt data. I said, there's no, um, so you have to understand that the cloud also needs to be treated no differently. I mean, maybe, maybe differently functionality wise, but, but the approach needs to be identical to what you're doing for local server backup. Yeah, it, I mean, it clearly states in the Microsoft agreement that they do not provide backup right. for, for your data, <clears throat> that you're responsible for that. So if you're talking about their cloud environment, you certainly need to be backing that up. Yeah. Um, you know, there's more to a backup than actually that part of it. It's the ability to monitor it and to test it and to validate it and, and make sure that it is taking place and that it's clean and that it, at the time I'm going to need it, it's going to serve its purpose, mm -hmm. right? Every business has a different threshold. So certainly we can talk about recovery time objective or recovery point objective or how far back or what, what do we need? What can we lose? How much time can we lose before it's very painful? All those things are important, but once you decide that, Right. Then you got to put that process in place and you got to make sure it's taking place the way you expect it. And by the way, if you're in the medical industry, for sure, go back and look at your policies, because I can almost promise you six out of 10 people listening to this podcast, their policy still reflects tape and the fact that those yeah. tapes need to be circulated and restored, you know, taken off site. And that is what was doing, you know, for a long time there. But almost guarantee you that policy has not been changed. And updated to fit today's you know, needs. It, it's actually funny because you could have the best solution in place, but if you're not doing some of the checks around it, it, it could be as matter. good as having anything else. I, I was <clears throat> I was doing some research for a presentation. I I did a, a webinar on Monday, and one of the things as I was doing research, I pulled up the most recent IBM report in terms of like data breach costs, and the the third largest cause for a larger or increased cost is just cloud misconfiguration, not mm -hmm. properly configuring whatever yeah. software system you had. And to me, I, I add on to that when we're talking about backup is that like everything always works when you first set it up right with a computer, but a week later, something stops working. Like that's just the nature of IT. Yeah. And so if somebody's not testing those backups, validating that there's actually like data there doing a restore or even having the conversation I, I i don't remember if it was you brian or, or david that just mentioned but like figuring out hey if we do get hit with ransomware like what is our next steps or if we have a hardware failure like what's going to be the plan and what should we expect in terms of how quickly can we be back up and i find that if you don't have that conversation we're we've got a very big misalignment in understanding of like what my customers think is going to happen versus what is really going to happen um, realistically. Yeah, for sure. I, I spoke with the prospect a couple of days ago and was just generally going through a, a, a very basic security assessment questionnaire. Uh, and, and in conversation, it was, you know, do you use multi-factor authentication? And the answer was, well, some of them do, but those are the only people who are sending sensitive data. 
Uh, and then, okay, so are you sending these types of data via email? Well, yes. And we used to be able to type encrypt and it would encrypt the email, but I don't know if that works anymore. And then the other person on the call is, well, no, now it's a button, but I'm not sure if it's set up or if it's working. <laughs> yeah. So then the next one is, do you have a backup? Well, yeah, such and such says they're doing it. And if he says he's doing it, then I take his word that he is. Have you seen any tests of the backup? Is there no? I'm sure if they say they're doing it, they're doing it. That's the general consensus of how people are acting and, and feeling. And uh, and I know that they are with the best of intentions, right? But that's just not how it goes. It's not, that's a misconception. It's, it's you can't, you gotta look, <laughs> you gotta pay attention. Yeah, I think as easy as, as it is for people to work uh, in this, whether they're still in a hybrid environment or they're they're fully remote or traveling a lot back to travel, um, and as easy as it is uh, with the cloud services to get to their their data from anywhere at any time and and just live and work in that moment, um, they have to realize that 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 in the event something does happen, we need to 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 live up to your expectations and and performance the same way in the event. So it's not any easier for it's actually a lot harder for us today to manage and and really entrust in a business continuity policy and enforce it than it was years ago because i have one guy here that every single month every single every endpoint on every backup unit is tested by him and documented and marked and sent to the client every month you know so it's like and that that's and then we and then you know every business should in some capacity have a business continuity policy that aligns with with all this, and we we check off the boxes that we have. We're testing it every month, but but every six months at a minimum. I mean, w- once a year at a minimum. But but you know, the recommendation is every six months. Let's test it. Let's test the policy. Let's shut off your servers and see how quickly we can have you up and looking at data from this morning. Let's can we do that? You know, but and, and if we can't, is that okay? You know, or if we right. can't, let's fix why we can't. Document it. And then and then retest. It's it's right. organic. It's not it's not one and done. Believe me, we we do it all the time, and we're constantly changing and tweaking. Yeah, the stakeholders got to constantly be included in that, right? Yeah, they they absolutely. have to understand what those rules are because they go based on perception. And then when when it, when something happens, when an incident occurs, they're caught off guard. They're they're not prepared for it because they think it's oh no big deal. It'll come right back, and it's like oh no, that's a three day process. And they're like yeah. whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's got to be definitely clearly stated. There needs to be buy-in again. If you're if you're not using a, a true business continuity solution, um, you know, really consider your your risks and and your you know, in the event something does happen, get the buy-in from above. If you don't have, if, again, like anything else that, that we try to talk to our prospects or clients about, get get the C level people in there, have the conversations with them, get the buy-in, have them understand the risks. When you put that in front of them and you say, listen. I talked to somebody uh, this morning that does not have a cybersecurity policy, insurance policy. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm introducing them to a, a mutual contact that we have. And um, I'm, I'm, I, told, I told them straight out, you're, you're, not gonna, you're gonna be denied coverage because you, you don't have these things in place. So you, know, you need to start with that. And it's not a lot of money. It just needs to be a line item on the budget that's just there. And, and, um, and they have to have the buy-in from above. Can can we just take a second to kind of explain the difference between because we 
we've sort of mentioned the terminology, but we haven't really explained the difference. Like backup versus continuity. What what is the difference? Like who wants so to continuity is really relating to how how much disruption is in the business process and flow due to a catastrophe with data, whatever that is, right? A server goes down, you lose data, you have a weather event, people are working remote, it isn't accessible. Um, and so the continuity is the ability to keep that business moving in the same direction with the absence of that information and then keep it whole and bring it back with no loss or zero, as little loss as possible. A backup is, you know, guys, you know, it's what we do after you crash. Um, back in the 80s, we used to tell everybody you backed up. Okay, backing up yeah. is still good because, you know, it's how I can self-serve me, right? If I have a backup of my files, it's a lot easier for me to restore them when I make a mistake and I delete something. But if it's, you know, some kind of outside element or catastrophe, I'm kind of out of the game if I don't have continuity in running the business. And when it comes to the very simple and most basic principles of cybersecurity, it's the CIA, right? The, 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 the confidentiality, the integrity, and the accessibility of data. And so that all ties into backup it's the same you know we we see these these executives that come to us and and they lost their their iphone or their ipad and they just you know what, what do i do i gotta get i gotta get a new one okay, okay so let's what, what was your you're backing up to icloud right that's all no okay well now, now you have you have nothing you know so they understand the importance of even a, a device all your pictures all your you know every, everything is on there um if you're not configured properly at that level you know, it, it's the same thing. It's no different. Now you, now you just lost everything. Were you, were you, are you going to get those photos back? No. You know, so that's that's gone. So when you when they see something like that and, and you you equate it to the the business side of things, it, it's no different. It's it's just it's just everyone is so dependent with the the um, the you know the uh, Internet of Things. Everything is connected these days. Everything is just has a purpose and a and a, an IP address and is online and it just has. You lose that. Your, de- your your ring your your ring cameras go out your whatever it is you you have nothing you can't get to anything you can't see anything right there's no continuity in that so it's kind of like everyone is experiencing this at some level on on a personal level but the business side needs to be focused aligned and, and be able be able to resume in the event that something is lost stolen corrupt and and that's like David said that's the continuity piece um, and then one one level beyond that is is a site failure. You have, you, you have a flood or a fire in your building. Backup is not going to do shit for you in those situations. <laughs> you're, you're done if you don't have anything, any any type of you know. And 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 there's plenty of products out there. But these are conversations that you need to have with your IT people and understand what happens if this building. You know, the pandemic was a great um, test for a, a disaster scenario where you have a building that's inhabitable but it's still up and running. Okay, so now we have everyone remotely working. Do we have the proper tools in place for that? That is sort of a continuity policy, right? Site failure is, is you know, the only way to, to really do that is to test it twice a year, make sure that you can shut down and have people test and make sure that they can get to their data. Um, but, but more often than not, it's going to be a reactive situation unless you have uh, a business continuity policy in place that you can look at and say, here's what we do. We can't, our building is gone. 
let's go to number one and, and test it one through 10, have everybody sign off on it. And that needs to be done. I mean, and, and then listen, you're, you're going to feel you're, you're going to be that person that has the only generator at your house on the block when, when you're down for two weeks without power, <laughs> it's the same thing, you know, <laughs> you, you know, so you mentioned a couple times, like this is not expensive. I, I agree with you when you look at the cost of downtime, of what the continuity is going to bring you being able to stay working and functional versus having <clears throat> a company of 20, 30, 40, 50, a hundred people down, not able to function. Like it, it's huge. And it's a drop in the bucket at the end of the day, when you really look at that. But the first thing that comes up when we look at continuity service or platform pricing versus historical backup, you know, they looked at buying hey, I bought the software and an appliance for two grand, three grand, whatever it was. And I didn't buy anything again for five years. And now I need to pay a thousand dollars a month for this or, or whatever it is. How, how do you get around those conversations or how can we get people to think and understand that like there's a better way? And yeah, it seems like there's more of an operating cost, like that's hitting your credit card or something yeah. every month. But it's it's really more of like an insurance because when you need it, it's it, it more than pays for itself, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But how do you guys have those conversations? Well, it's hard because you're talking about something that, that could be $100 a month versus something that could be $1,500 a month and, right. and, 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 or, you know, somewhere in between. Those are hard, it can be hard conversations to have. Um, but we are relentless, guys. We, we, we just, we don't offer anything else. This is, you know, and, and, and listen, Sign here if we're not going to be managing this the solution for you. I'm, I'm I will still support you, but I, you know th then then when it comes to this piece, that's that's going to be a box that's that's that you're going to have to acknowledge every year that you're not going to go with what we're recommending. And um, we have one client that we don't manage backups for out of all of them, and everyone else that we manage backups for is under a, a business continuity plan. I mean, it's just a it's one of those conversations that um, you know you have to have. The right people in the room, right? And 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 there are calculators out there that can show you. Listen, here's your staff. Here's your time. Yeah. Here's three days downtime. Here's, it's going to cost you, you know, seventy five thousand dollars. You're telling me that the twelve grand a year is 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 not worth that the three days of downtime? So I was going to say, in, in answer to your question, Brandon, <clears throat> that's the same kind of conversation, exactly like what you're saying there, Brian. Yeah. Is you know, I think if you compare what we're proposing as business continuity in terms of backup right this moment and the cost that's involved in that, the monthly ongoing, whatever that might be. Uh, if you look at the actual costs for your own in-house on-premise solution that is similar to what we might offer, I don't know that they are that much different. Um, you know, when you're talking about just infrastructure, you're talking about, you know, we'll go as silly as electric costs and everything else, but okay, now we need staff that knows how to do it. So that's ongoing training. And, and then I need people to actually pay attention to it. And then they yeah. got to go in and they got to test it and they got to. So if I'm doing all those things and I want to save money that way, because I have this stellar IT team in my company that can take care of it, fine. Most small businesses don't. And that's why it costs a couple of bucks. You want, but you want, and you want to like what we do is we portray we, we're giving you white glove service. We are, sure. we are. That's what you're getting with the concierge server, whatever you want to call it. But, but 
you're all in with us and 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 we're doing the testing the implementation the follow up we're letting you know, you know and and they see it i mean you know it, it's time to guys it's time to do it but you know let's schedule a test let's let's you know or if we have a failure with something that um on a, on one of our monthly tests that, that you know what this thing's blue screening on 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 test let's let's address that document mm-hmm. it and then and then um you know revisit it next month but it's it's you have to you know it's a solution it's not a product right it's not a, a set it and forget it, buy it, and then you're good. It's a solution that needs to be maintained, managed, and just like anything else in technology, it's 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 because it will fail, right? It, a guy this morning tells me it's been 18 years he's been there and they've never had an issue. I said, I said, well, I said you're just waiting on the when. I said it's not the. I said it's just when hasn't happened yet. Okay, but it will. There's no you know there's no way around that. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so what do we want to say to end it up? I think Brandon could probably close it out for us. <laughs> I'm all about number three for sure. Yeah, so I, I think based on everything we were discussing, number one, you want a continuity a continuity solution. You don't want just a backup solution. Or, or, or if I may just say, have a yeah. continuity solution. And stay with me. I'll let you go here in a second. But if you're not going to have one, at least understand what the impact is to you if you have an incident have the conversation and understand what what is that going to mean for us in terms of next steps if we need to recover for sure number two whether you have backup or continuity make sure somebody's testing it (laughs) because on both sides of the fence uh, you need to configure it properly you need to test it on an ongoing basis because at some point something's going to fail and you don't want that point to be after you've had an incident happen and determine, man, we can't get our data back. Um, This one ties to testing. Walk through, create, number one, create an incident response plan and walk through it with your provider, with some of the key stakeholders in your business. Understand, hey, if we're hit with this event, um, some people call it a a tabletop. You can Mm -hmm. have like a mock tabletop walkthrough. Hey, we just got hit with ransomware yesterday. What's the first thing we need to do? What do we do next? What do we do next? And that really drives home the experience and the feeling that you sometimes go through um, without having so much pressure. So you can logically think through it and then update that documentation. And then I think the the last thing for me is at a minimum, everything we talk about, we're always talking about security and we're talking about backups right now, but you need to have a cyber insurance policy in place. Um, at some point, one of these things may fail you want that last line of defense to help you. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the cyber insurance, you know, okay. Uh, you, you think insurance and you think, okay, my claims paid, all my losses are taken care of, but I, maybe that is important, you know, it, but I think the more important part of it is the resources they can bring to the table immediately to assist you, uh, mm-hmm. both in the, you know, deciding how and when and why, and then what am I doing to go forward and all that other stuff, definitely have professionals ready to go on your team first with a cyber insurance policy and then a good IT company. Yes. Well said. Great. All right, guys. Yep. Thanks again. Day. We're here every Wednesday, 1.30 Eastern, and uh, hope to see you guys next week. You all have a good day. Topic to PD. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Take care, guys. See you guys. All right. Thanks.